the Homestead Spartans kicking off after they deferred on the coin toss. Snyder will receive. Panthers will go north to south, and they'll receive to the right as we look at the field. Here's Knipscher with the kick for the Homestead Spartans, and we're underway. Deep kick taken at about the three-yard line by Kolobody. Right up between the hash marks. Got a save. 30, 40, breaks to the sideline across midfield. It's a foot race, and Kolobody gets dragged down inside the 40-yard line of the Homestead Spartans. That is a huge return all the way to the 38. That's uh, somewhere around a 50-yard return, Shannon, and he got one little... One little seam, and he busted right through it. Absolutely, and if it wasn't for uh, Wyatt Little, that ball would have gone to the house and not a way that Homestead wanted to start of the game with a bad special teams play right off the bat. So the big return sets up Snyder starting this drive in Homestead territory at the Spartans' 38-yard line. It's Kieran Billings-Lee, the senior quarterback. He is 6 feet tall, 180 pounds. Uriah Buchanan. The tailback. There is a fullback in the formation, and they give it to him. First man through. Looked like Jordan Davis with just a power dive, and he gets inside the 35. They'll give him the 33. Just a five-yard blast following that big offensive line for the Snyder Panthers. Yeah, a good way for them to start the game up front by just going right downhill at Homestead and getting that big five-yard gain. Second down, five to go. Now a shotgun Billingsley sets up a screen. Logan has it. Brings it near side. Looks for a block. Didn't get it. And they drag down Brandon Logan close to the first down marker. It's the 28-yard line on the near sideline. Let's see where they set it as they bring it to the middle of the field. They're going to put it at the 29. That's a yard shy of the yard to gain. And so it is a third down and a yard to go for Snyder. That was a nice play out on the perimeter by, uh, I believe that was Stewart that made that tackle because Homestead wasn't even set up up front. Troop receivers, wide side to the right. Lone back Buchanan. Play action. Rolling Billingsley to his right. He's being chased. Now he dumps it late, and it is caught inside the 25 for a first down at about the 23-yard line. Nice catch. Ganaway makes the reception, and that is a seven-yard pickup to the 22-yard line where it's first and 10 for Snyder. Yeah, Billingsley just kept with it on the bootleg there out to the right side. Uh, the wide receiver had to come all the way across the field and made a nice catch on the boundary. Stigmeyer lines up wide to the left, single receiver wide to the right, handoff up the middle, Buchanan's got a nice hole inside the 10, dragging a tackler inside the 5 to about the 4-yard line. C.J. Majewski had to make the tackle that saved the touchdown, they'll give Buchanan the 3-yard line, that's 19 on a... Run play right up the middle for Uriah Buchanan. Yeah, just a little inside zone dive play type of uh, running play. And, of course, you know Buchanan, his size, he dragged a few. And I wouldn't uh, be surprised if he doesn't get it again here. Ball on the right hash from the three-yard line. It is first and goal for the Panthers. Full house backfield, two fullbacks, the single tailback, and they give it to Buchanan behind the right side of his line. And he just plows. Into the end zone, touchdown, Snyder Panthers take advantage of a big kickoff return, a 38-yard drive, and the Panthers strike first, taking a 6 to nothing lead 
with 9.50 remaining in the opening quarter. Well, their script that they usually script out only had to use five plays, so they still have five to go. Um, but a pretty good showing by Snyder there. Chase Wenmar will add the extra point. Here's the kick. Looks good. It is good. And with just two minutes and ten seconds elapsed, it is a 7 nothing Snyder lead over the Homestead Spartans. Spartans get the ball for the first time next. This is high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. football and football means wings kitchen fried and never oven dried pizza huts boneless wings are crispy delicious and for a limited time only 75 cents each yep i said 75 cents each toss in one of nine different sauces and dry rubs pizza huts boneless wings bring a burst of flavor without breaking the bank tasty crispy and 75 cents each try pizza huts boneless wings today football is wing season hurry limited time only and only at pizza hut 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. An early 7-0 lead for the Snyder Panthers. Here's the kickoff. Taken by Homestead at the 12, right at the left hash. To the sideline, the return across the 20, out to about the 23, stood up and pushed backwards. First down and 10. And that's going to be first and 10 for the Spartans. Nowhere near the field position that Snyder started with when they began their first drive at the Homestead 38. Spartans will start first and 10 at about their own 23-yard line. Well, Homestead's got some work cut out from them, and right now I'm not too thrilled with the body language that I saw from that defense out there on that first drive because it was awful easy for Snyder to get down and get the score regardless of the field position they got. Every play seemed to work on that drive, and even though it was a short drive, Snyder executed to near perfection. And they had a third and long, which we talked about, you know, Homestead needing to do. Shotgun snapper Michael White, the sophomore quarterback. And before we have the first snap for the Spartans offense, already a mistake by Homestead, a false start. And they'll get marched back five yards on a delay of game. Wow. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. That is inexcusable for Mike to even allow this late in the season. The clocks are fully displayed for him to see. Roll on the left hash, back down to the 18-yard line. Play action, roll to the left, White looks for running room, nothing there. Here comes Snyder, and they're going to sack White back near the 10-yard line. A loss of eight, and there was nothing there. The penetration took away the edge, and once he got trapped and couldn't get around that edge, he almost had to just give up. The yeah. pressure was there, and White gets sacked for a big loss. Yeah, you like to see him there. If it's not there on his first read, just throw it over his head out of bounds and save the yardage. Second down and about 18 to go. Drop back. White set up a screen. It is caught in the backfield and wrapped up immediately. No yardage after the catch. It's another loss of about a yard back to the nine. Well, they'll give him the 10, so we'll call it. 
No loss, no gain. Right back at the line of scrimmage, but it does set up third and a long way to go from their own 10-yard line. Yeah, these are the type of plays a coordinator, I don't care how good you are, they don't have in their repertoire. Third and 23 yeah, is I not something you uh, Correct practice. myself, because I said 18. It's actually 23. <laughs> Add five on top of it. You were trying to help them out. I struggle with the math once it gets past 10. Shotgun snap, white, empty backfield. Drops, looks, throws over the middle, and no one there. Incomplete. Closest to it was Lucas Rohrbacher, the linebacker for the Snyder Panthers. So a quick three and out in which Homestead started at the 23, and now from the 10-yard line, they're going to have to put it away, and Snyder's going to come away with this with excellent field position, already leading it 7 to nothing, less than four minutes into the game. Yeah, this isn't uh, where Homestead wanted to be kicking the ball from, for sure. Knipsher lines up halfway into his end zone. And it's a low snap. He goes down and gets it. Lucky he didn't have a knee on the ground. (laughs) Pretty good kick taken at the 49. And here comes Kolobody trying to get to the left sideline, but he's met and taken down before he could get out of the hash marks. And he goes down right at the 49. So no return after that 39-yard kick. And Panthers again will start a drive on Homestead's side of the 50, but just barely. At the Homestead 49, it's first and 10 for Snyder. Well, that was a very nice coverage there by Homestead's kicking team and what they needed there because they really negated the return there for Snyder. Lucas Rohrbacher comes in to play fullback. And it will be the give to the tailback. That is Buchanan. He gets hit just as he gets into the hole in a short game, maybe a couple of yards. Got him to the 47. We'll call it a gain of two, second down and eight. Yeah, Mr. Rohrbacher came in there to run the ISO play, which is him against that linebacker. There was a heck of a collision there. Homestead did a good job of negating that run and only giving up two yards. From the left hash, trip receivers bunched to the right. And again, the give to Buchanan. And Buchanan wrapped up before he could break any kind of penetration. Xander Swihart, the nose tackle, just 5'10", 200 pounds. But he beat his man over the center and made the stop. It's a yard loss back to the 48. So it's third down and nine. Really nice play up front by an undersized nose tackle in Xander Swihart. Yep, and then the Taylor kid was also in on that play. And that's the type of defensive play we expected from Homestead. Two receivers, wide side to the right, one receiver to the left, drop back. Billingsley looks, throws to the right, got a man wide open. Caught by Jarvis out in the flat, and he's going to take it down the far sideline for a first down inside the 40. Knocked out of bounds near the 38-yard line. A 10-yard gain on third down and nine. And Shannon Homestead's done exactly what they want to do for Snyder into some third and longs. And twice Snyder has executed and converted. Yeah, that time there, it was a complete blown coverage because there was absolutely nobody within four or five yards of that receiver. And again, when you work so hard to get him in that position and not get the stopping off the field, it is a very demoralizing set of downs for you. So now they got to reload and get back at it. 12th catch of the season for Trevor Jarvis. He leads the Panthers in that category. Two backs in the backfield with a shotgun snap. Play action, rolling to the left, 
Billingsley dumps it underneath. Ball is caught at the 35. Here's Logan. He'll try to juke a man at about the 30. Can't get past the defender. That was good uh, open field. A good open field tackle by the Spartans. Milo Loveless, just a sophomore. That's a true test when you've got Logan in the open field. It's a gain of uh, 10. It's a first down. Yeah, that make it 11 to the 27-yard line. Yeah, Logan snuck in there as a tight end. Go, go, go. And the edge, now he's down the sideline. The 10, the 5, touchdown Buchanan from 27 yards. Little brush block by the wide receiver against the corner. Gave Buchanan the sideline, and then he showed off the speed, spreading it all the way into the end zone from 27 yards out. 13 to nothing, Panthers. 542 remaining in the opening quarter. Yeah, that was just a nice run. They got collapsed. The Homestead's defense did not do a good job there of containment, and down the sideline he went. Chase Wenmar with the extra point. It's up. And another one that is good. 14 to nothing. 5.42 remaining in our opening quarter. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Notre Dame football. Love the Irish, don't love the Irish. No matter which, admit it, you care about Notre Dame football. And there is no better way to stay up with the Irish than tuning in Saturday mornings at 10 to Fighting Irish Preview. With me, Bill Houck and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester of IrishIllustrated.com. Saturday mornings at 10, it's the 27th season of Fighting Irish Preview on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Snyder has taken advantage of good field position on two consecutive drives that started on Homestead's side of the 50. A 38-yard drive and a 49-yard drive. Both of them capped off by Uriah Buchanan touchdown runs. Panthers lead at 14 and nothing with 542 remaining in our opening quarter. And now Snyder to kick off. Here's Wenmar's boot. Line drive kick. It's going to be playable at the six-yard line. 15-20. Up the middle, out to the 30, and the pile pushes across the 30, close to the 32-yard line. Call it the 31. So it's about a 25-yard return to the kick, and Homestead will start this drive at their own 31-yard line. You just feel like Homestead's got to have something to inject some life in them right now. Yeah, they better get something going, or this is going to get ugly real quick because Snyder has made it look easy thus far. Ball is on the left hash at their own 31. Homestead, all blue, jerseys, pants. They've got yellow helmets. Michael White in the gun. Gives to Fox up the middle. Good hole. Fox hit hard at the 34, and he is going the other direction. Fox not a big guy. He's 5'9", 155 pounds. He couldn't get through that Snyder linebacker. Made a good play. We'll, we'll call it. Was that Logan? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Coming up in run support from his safety spot. He just so, looked like a linebacker with yeah, a Yeah, he hit. does look like a linebacker. <laughs> but uh, 6'1", 180 pounds, good muscular athlete. 
Uh, it's a gain of about four yards, so it's second down and six from their own 35. Centered between the hash marks. Two receivers right, one receiver left. Lone back is Fox, and they will fake it to Fox. Now a bootleg rolling to the left. Here comes the pressure. They got right, right wrapped up, and he'll take him down. Another sack, second of the game for the Panthers. Back inside the 25 at the 24. That's an 11-yard loss. Then you go from second and six to now third down and about 17 to go. Yeah, that was Kelso that time getting free. What a player he is. This six-foot, 230-pound defensive end senior. He got in the backfield and did a great job and got the Michael down. Third down, 17. Draw back in the pocket. White has time. Left-hander throws. Got a crossing route over the middle at the 40. And he turns it upfield to get first down yardage to the 42-yard line. Beautiful play by Cale Swagger, the 6-175-pound junior wide receiver and a dart on target in stride from Michael White to Swigger, and it's a big third down conversion for the Spartans, first and 10. Yeah, good up up front protection there for, for White, and he stepped into the throw, which he can do. They give him some time to throw it. He can do it. 19-yard pickup on third and 17 from the 43. Handoff, Fox. Fox goes behind the right side of the line. And I think it was uh, kind of interesting that Homestead looked to have an unbalanced line. Yeah. And they got Snyder to shift everybody to the other side, which would have been the left side of the offensive formation. And then Fox brought it back. On the opposite side, over on the right, there was only really one defender yeah. who stayed home, but he made the play after about a four-yard game. Yeah, and I believe that was... Uh, I think that was Anthony Hernandez, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, that made that really saving tackle. Second down and six, and they'll give it to Fox again. This time runs behind the left side of the line, and he gets hit right at the line of scrimmage and then stumbles forward for a couple Close to the 49. Nice tackle there by Rohrbacher. Again, playing an active game. He's a kid that's not very big, but he plays big the way he sticks his nose up in there. Third down, about four to go from their own 49. Spartans hurry it up. They got five wide, empty backfield. And now, after a hard count, they'll all relax, look to the sideline, get the play call. And now with the play clock down to 10, they reset. White with the shotgun snap, quick drop, throw, seam route, caught in stride. Beautiful catch inside the 35, down to the 34-yard line, 17 yards. And that was a beauty. Right behind the linebacker in front of the safety. Just had to slip it in there, and I think it was Fox who made the catch. Well... He made a nice throw again, White did, especially against Snyder's two-guy two safety. And, uh, again, nice throw by White. Last two minutes of our opening quarter, down 14 to nothing. White looking, going for the home run ball to the end zone. Had a man, Logan, late to react, came over in late coverage, but the ball was overthrown in the end zone and incomplete. Yeah, he went for the post route. Lim Moore was open, and he just overthrew him there, and unfortunate because that should have been a touchdown. 
Yeah, the ball hung in the air long enough for Logan with his speed to close on it, but it had no chance of being completed. It was out of the reach of Liam Moore, a sophomore wide receiver for the Spartans. Second down and 10 at the Panthers 34. Here's the give to Fox. Fox cuts out to the outside, breaks away from one, breaks away from two. Inside the 25, taken down near the 24-yard line. Good shifty run by Brett Fox. And that's going to be a gain of very close to 10 yards. Let's see where they put this football because it's going to be wherever they spot it as to whether or not it's a first down. And it is a first down at the Panthers' 24, 10-yard run by Brett Fox. Yeah, they were trying to run the counter play back to the left side, which was the strength of the formation. But Fox, again, kind of made a cutback all the way back across to the right side where Snyder was a little bit uh, short of man, and he made a couple nice cuts and got that first down. From the 24, Homestead, first and 10, last minute 15 of our opening quarter. 14-0, Panthers lead it. Here's White from the right hash, and he'll get a fox through the hole. 15-10, down to the 8. And that is a touchdown-saving tackle by Levi, Levi Overholzer. One of the two safeties for the Panthers, but a good hole opened up on the right side of that line. And Brett Fox just darted through it and almost won the sprint to the house. You know, this drive, this is going to be the 11th play. You can tell Snyder's defense with their hands on their hips a little little worn out here in Homestead, like you said, doing a great job up front making those holes. 15-yard run by Fox. It's first and goal at the nine. Shotgun snap, play action, setting up a screen pass to the tight end, and that's high and incomplete. Tried to get Leo Markwell, junior tight end, open. They cleared that side with the wide receivers and then slipped Markwell out into the flat, but the throw was high. And it's second down and goal from the nine-yard line. Yeah, they may be glad he didn't catch that one because Brandon Logan was right there. (laughs) He kind of read it. 39.2 seconds remains. Opening quarter. Second down a goal from the nine-yard line on the right hash. White, the left-handed quarterback, fires into the end zone. Got a man open. Touchdown. Kale Swagger makes the catch. Man-to-man coverage. Swagger just beat his man to the inside. And Michael White finishes it off with a nine-yard touchdown pass. And the Spartans a chance to cut the lead in half. 14-6 before the end of the first quarter. Another nice rip by White. Protection, play action pass, do it right in behind the linebacker there. Extra point try. Down and the kick by Knipscher is good. And it's 14-7 with 36.1 seconds remaining in quarter number one. A 69-yard drive by the Homestead Spartans. And boy, did they need that. We got a new game. Homestead will kick it off when we come back on the high school football game of the week. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Co-Heating and Air Conditioning, your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, one family owned and still going strong for 60 years. Decade after decade, Co-Heating and Air has been known for providing quality heating and cooling services that ensure your family stays comfortable year-around. That's no accident. That's a legacy of customer care, excellence, and relationships that have endured from generation to generation. Go with who you know. Go with Co. Proud to be your American Standard dealer. Find them at CoHeatCool.com today. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With 36 seconds remaining in the opening quarter, it is the number one team in Class 5A leading it over Homestead 14-7 after the Spartans had a 69-yard drive finished off with a nine-yard touchdown pass. Now the kick, they go onside kick and taken on a bounce by the Panthers, Trevor Jarvis. And Jarvis, a wide receiver playing up front. I don't think Snyder was all that fooled by the onside kick attempt. But the only problem with this, Shannon, is yes, you do not want to give Logan a chance to return kicks. Kolobody hurts you earlier in the game. But now you give Snyder their third consecutive possession that starts either in Homestead territory or very close. This one will begin at the Panthers 45. Yeah, kind of surprised they went with that right there because they were, you know, going to uh, get a chance for the second half kick. But uh, this gives Snyder some good field position. I think they've still got three timeouts left. Unless it was intended to be kind of a squib kick, just a bouncer. Yeah. And it ended up going right to the front man. Drop back, throw Billingsley to an out route on the left side. Caught at midfield by Stegmeyer, and he'll take it to the 47 of the Homestead Spartans. An eight-yard gain on a little out route by the wide receiver, John Stegmeyer. 5'9", 175-pound senior, makes his fourth catch of the year. And it's second down, about three to go. I'm not understanding why they didn't take a timeout there and if they're going to try to run a play here. Last five seconds, yeah. they will. They'll give it to Buchanan. He's wrapped up at the line of scrimmage, but he pulls a tackler just about to the 45, which is the yard to gain. And uh, Homestead was holding on as best they could. That was Sam Stewart who yeah. got a handful of jersey of Uriah Buchanan. And I don't know if they'll give him the first down on this. It's right at the stick, and they still haven't signaled whether it's going to be a first down, but we do know it's the end of the quarter. So we'll take a break after one here at Homestead. The Snyder Panthers leading it over the Homestead Spartans 14-7 to on your high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hey, high school sports fans, Jim Cruzy at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzy Automotive Service on Lima Road behind the Shell gas station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy, K-R-U-S-E, Automotive Service on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell gas station. Hey, athletes, are you looking to take your game to the next level? Look no further than Indiana Physical Therapy. Our expert team of sports performance specialists and personalized training programs will have you running circles around the competition. Injured or hurt on the field? Come see us. Our team of physical therapists are dedicated to helping you get back up to speed. With over 19 locations across Indiana, we can get you better, faster. Visit indianapt.com to schedule your appointment today. 
Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. So after we switched sides to start our second quarter, it was third down and about a foot to go for the Snyder Panthers. They run a quarterback sneak, and Keyron Billingsley picks up a full yard to move the chains. First and 10, Snyder the ball at the Homestead 44. Snyder leads it 14-7 to as we get underway here in the second quarter. Give to Buchanan. Met at the line of scrimmage and a good job by an undersized homestead front. This is what they did against Carmel, Shannon. Yeah. They give up about 40, 50 pounds of man, but man, they do not allow themselves to be knocked out of those gaps and nowhere to run for Buchanan. He goes down, no gain. Yeah, and they've got some solid linebackers inside behind them, and this was kind of what we were expecting at the first you know, series or two, and they just were not in the game. Second down, 10 to go from the Homestead 44. Roll to the right for Billingsley. Looking, the right-hander throws near sideline. Caught. Is it a toe tap? I think they're going to give him the catch. And a beauty right on the sideline. That catch is made by Snyder's Boston Conley, and it's close, but not quite a first down. At the 36, that's two yards short of the yard to gain, so you're going to have a third down and two to go. Well, right now, Billingsley has the hot hand. He is yet to throw an incompletion, I believe. That's uh, on the uh, receiver. You're going to run that out route. You've got to get it past the stick before you get to the sideline. Yeah, yeah, and he may have brought him back a little bit too much, too. From the right hash... Buchanan, he's hitting the backfield, and he's not going anywhere. May have lost a yard back to the 37. This is going to be a fourth down, and it's going to be fourth and go for it for the Snyder Panthers. But this is huge, an opportunity to get a turnover on downs by this Homestead Spartans defense. They absolutely stuffed Uriah Buchanan that time. Well, the big key on this is after them trying that uh, surprise on side, I guess, uh, for them to get a stop here would be enormous. Fourth down and three. There's the snap. Quick pass and a little underneath route. It's caught at the 30, and then he escapes a tackle. He's inside the 20, the 15, finally dragged down near the 10. Little dump to the tight end. And a big gain on a run after the catch. That's just a uh, solid play, and I don't know if that was Langus, the tight end, trying to get a number. That was Jarvis, Jarvis. Jarvis with the catch. Yeah. But he made the catch about four yards downfield and then broke away from a couple tacklers. Now play action. Rolling to the right, Billingsley looking. He's being chased all the way to the near sideline and finally runs out of space. Can't really cut it upfield, so it's a minimal gain. Might have got a half yard out of that. On that last play on fourth down, Homestead secondary was eight or nine yards down the field. They weren't even ready, and it was an easy just kind of a pitch and catch at five yards for Jarvis and Billingsley, and it turned into a big play. Yeah, tight end just took off, and he got five yards downfield, realized no one was picking him up. He just turned around it, an easy little dump. That's just not smart defense. Second down, handoff, Buchanan, powering through a tackle. He's inside the five, taken down near the four. Uriah Buchanan showing the strength that time, close to the three-yard line, where it is going to be third down and short. They need to get to about the one 
for a first down, three yards from the end zone. It's a 14-7 Snyder lead, but the Panthers threatening here on a third down, two to go from the Homestead three. Bringing in the big boys right now. Homestead will counter. Bringing in a couple of extra linebackers and a defensive lineman. They'll stack the box. Snyder will go with a couple of tight ends. I formation under center Billingsley. And he'll roll out. Play action. Looking. Looking. Still rolling. And finally tackled at about the five-yard line on the far sideline. They rolled the quarterback to the left, a right-handed quarterback. It looked like he never felt comfortable getting the shoulders squared to throw it. And Homestead did a good job of stretching the play out and eventually taking down Billingsley for a short loss. Now it is fourth down, almost four to go for just barely inside the five-yard line. Yeah, they're going to kick the field goal here, but Billingsley had Rohrbacher right in the flat. If he had just threw it out to him, he would have had him walked in the end zone. Chase Winmar will try. What is a 20-yard field goal try, and the kick is good. From 20 yards out, the field goal makes it a two-score Snyder lead. Panthers 17 and Homestead 7. We've got 826 remaining in the second quarter, and you're listening to High School Football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Even though H&K Chevrolet is new to New Haven, they're hardly new to the business. Founding their first dealership in Continental, Ohio in 1960. H&K is pleased to make the New Haven location the third in the H&K family of dealerships. H&K has a large selection, competitive prices, outstanding customer service, and a transparent buying experience for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. H&K Chevrolet honors GM employee and supplier pricing on all new Chevrolets. See the inventory online at hkfamilyauto.com. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Snyder Panthers gamble on a third down and about three to go from the four on a quarterback rollout. They end up with what is officially a sack of Kieran Billingsley, even though it's only a minimal one-yard loss. But the result is fourth down and too far to go for it. And so Snyder takes the short field goal and now leads it 17-7. to Here's the kick. Low-line drive, and Homestead lets it bounce. Now it's going to roll all the way into the end zone. And that's a break for the Spartans. It's going to be an automatic touchback and come back out to the 20. Yeah, that was uh, actually getting uh, holding uh, Snyder there to just three points after that surprise onside that gave Snyder excellent field position was a win for the Homestead defense, who up front in that drive played pretty strong. Yeah, did a pretty good job on yeah. Buchanan overall during the course of that drive. With that exception of that fourth down play where the secondary was... On Mars. <laughs> yeah, the completion to Jarvis, really the big play of the drive. Now White will give to Fox. Brings it off left tackle. Cuts up field just across the 20. He'll gain about a yard to the 21-yard line. Second down and nine facing the Spartans, who trail it 17-7. to Eight minutes left, second quarter. You know, again, another big drive for Homestead here. Try to get some points out of this drive if they can. Keep it in striking distance. 
What breeze we have is a crosswind. It'd be left to right as Homestead goes right to left as we look at it. Here's a pass on a quick out. Caught at the 25. Immediately chased out of bounds by Jake Thrash. That's a gain of where they're going to put it. 28. Seven-yard gain. Third down and two. Well, I tell you, White, you can see the confidence he has sitting in the pocket when they give him protection. He can sit in there and uh, deal the ball out. Uh, that time there on that uh, quick out route, it was thrown on time and tight spiral. 7.39 on the clock. It's a third down and two from the 28. And they will give it to Fox. He's got a first down up the middle, and now he's bouncing it wide at the 40, the 45 far sideline. Logan lines him up, knocks him out of bounds inside the Panthers 40 at the 38-yard line. That is a 34-yard run by Brett Fox right up the middle, but once he got to the second level, his speed took over, and he headed to the sideline and tried to win the sprint, but he took on a guy that's very tough to outrun and Brandon Logan, especially yeah. when Logan had the angle on him. Yeah, and I tell you, again, Fox is having success and his initial insertion into the line of scrimmage, he's making a hard cutback behind the defense because they're kind of overplaying it, and that's where he's getting these big runs. Trip receivers to the wide side left, a drop back for White, and he's looking right the whole time. Now he's going to tuck it and run, and he'll slide near the 35-yard line. That's the nice thing about the high school rule is you don't have the beginning of the slide. It's yeah. when he actually goes down. So even though he started his slide near the 36, they give him the 35-yard line, yeah. about a three-yard gain. He was looking for Fox down the seam there, and Snyder did a nice job of covering him. And a good decision by White there to get up the field and get positive yardage. Good protection also up by Hosea. Gave him time to throw. Second down. About seven to go. Oh, a little misdirection. Fox gets through the hole, tries to sidestep the linebacker, doesn't do it. And again, that's Logan who came up and made the hit. You know, he ends up so close to the line of scrimmage so fast. You think he's coming from the linebacker level, and he's yeah. actually coming up from safety. Yeah, I know. It's a gain of about four on the play to the 31, where it is now third down and about three to go. I told Dude, and comparing him to Bates, he's probably ahead of where Jesse was at this time. Big third down and four down territory. Fox is going to try to get to the edge. Turns it up, far sideline, inside the 30, got to the 29, but I think he's a good yard short. Heck, they might not, not even give him inside the 30. They may put this right at the 30, a gain of one, and Fox tried to go wide on a speedy defense in the Snyder Panthers and never got that right edge. So the gain only one on third and three. It is now fourth down and two, but I don't think there's much question at this point in the field that the Snyder 30-yard line, Homestead's going to be going for it. Yeah, and they just took a timeout because Fox came out of the game and needed a kind of a breather, and I imagine Coach Zolman's going to take a light timeout and say, Mr. Fox, that's your breather. Yeah. Get back in there. Yeah, I just burned the timeout to give you all the rest you're going to need. 538 remains here in the first half. Snyder leads it 17-7. 
it was an explosive start for the Snyder Panthers. Couple of touchdowns over the first yeah. three minutes of this game, and they led it 14 to nothing. But it seems like Homestead has regrouped. But the tough thing is once you're down 14, even if you play the state's yeah. number one ranked team in Class 5A, even for the remainder of the game, you still lose by two touchdowns. And that's kind of where Homestead is at right now. Yeah, Homestead, that first couple of drives defensively, it was as if they were just kind of there. They weren't really engaging. They weren't really coming off the football. And Snyder easily put it in the end zone twice. So this is going to be a key fourth down here for uh, Homestead. It's fourth down and two to go. They're on the right hash at the Panthers' 30-yard line. Spartans back from their huddle on the far sideline. They head right to their positions. A wing to the left of the formation. A shotgun snap for White. Fox is in the game as the tailback. And it looked like he got an early start, but there's no flag. Little quick oh, wow. slant route going up, making the catch. And that's a beauty. Swagger goes up and gets it, and that's going to be a first down at the 22. Great play call there. They faked it to Fox, got the defense to bite and commit, and then White was able to kind of get it in behind there. A little high. Swagger made a nice catch. What did you think about uh, Fox getting a little bit of a lean forward before yeah, that I ball saw, was snapped? A yeah, little early move. Yeah, I saw that too, and uh, well, they didn't call it, so it didn't count. <laughs> First and Ted, drop back wide. He's going to throw for the end zone. Far corner, man-to-man coverage, and yeah. there's a late flag. Yeah, they that. were holding on to him the whole way down the sideline as he tried to get to that back pylon, and that's going to be an interference penalty called against the Snyder Panthers in coverage. That was Sykes, uh, Sykes I'm sorry. Is that 23? No, maybe that wasn't 23. He's over here, so that would have been 20. That's Colabody. Yeah. Aaron Colabody, who had man-to-man coverage on that far sideline. And they've been running down for Homestead, and they'll put this ball somewhere just outside the 10-yard line. It's going to be at about the 11. First and 10, Spartans from the right hash. Extra tight end. Play action. Roll right. out. White. He's got the sideline. He's inside the five. Looks for the pylon. And he's knocked out of bounds. Just short. Touchdown. Oh, they gave it Oh, to they him. gave him the touchdown. I thought they knocked him out of bounds just short of the yeah. pylon. But the... That's an 11-yard sprint to the far pylon by Michael White. We've got a four-point game and a chance to make it a three-point game with the extra point coming from Henry Knipshire. Right-footed kicker. There's the snap. It's good set. Pressure came, but the kick is good. It is a three-point game. Snyder 17, Homestead 14. Five minutes remaining before halftime. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Joining My Deals Fort Wayne is Move Over Ice Cream. Get $20 worth of Move Over premium plant-based ice cream for just $10. Move Over is a plant-based ice cream dessert shop in the Fort Wayne metro area. Everything is dairy-free. Their signature is that their ice cream is served in a pot with a shovel. All dessert ice creams are made from scratch in-house. 
Move Over caters to people with food allergies and to everyone who just loves ice cream and desserts. Head over to MyDealsFortWayne.com and get your deal today. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. As a falling behind 14 to nothing early, Homestead has come to life and giving Snyder everything they can handle. It's 17-14, Panthers leading it after Homestead goes 80 yards, capped off by an 11-yard touchdown run by sophomore quarterback Michael White. Again, the squib kick, bouncing its way to the 32. Ganaway gets a block up the middle of the field. He's across the 40 and then taken down on a big hit near the 43. That Pursley? Or who was nine? That was a heck of a hit. Yeah, that's Pursley. Wow. And so uh, I'm shocked about the disc. I mean, (laughs) not a deep kick. That shows you they are totally... uh, Convinced that Kolobadi and Logan are too much of a threat to get a big return against this special teams unit because Snyder starts again with great field position at their own 43. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing wrong with squibbing the football, but kick it down the middle of the field where you get a little bit of distance on it. Well, you know who's down the middle of the field? That's Logan. Well, here's the quarterback option. Nice cut. And cutting it upfield is the quarterback. Kieran Billingsley crosses the 45 and picks up about five yards out to the 48-yard line. Yeah, and you said it. The end came up to play him, and he, without hesitation, he cut it right straight up the field for a nice game. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he is very in control of the quarterback. You don't see any happy feet or panicking for the young quarterback. He does a good job of really running the show. Well, he's young as far as experience, but he is a senior. And it's a quarterback keeper. After faking the handoff run, Billingsley, here comes a flag. And they're going to, yeah, they're going to have a hole as Billingsley cut it around the right end and took it up the hash marks to the Homestead 45, but it's all coming back. The reason he got the edge and got those extra yards was Snyder had a, a seal on the Homestead defender, and that seal involved a bear hug. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was the tackle or Ganaway was also out there. But this was a big penalty. And a good, uh, yeah, because takes away a first you're down. Be, you're getting behind the sticks now. From second down and five, it's going to be second down and 15. And this is the things that we talked about of getting Snyder in these uh, uncomfortable positions as an offense. Because this takes them right out of, you know, a lot of things they like to do. Just over four minutes left in the first half. It's 17-14. Snyder leading it by three. Second down, 15 from their own 37. Drop back throw. And it is complete at the Homestead 48. Getting open late. It was Boston Conley. Made the catch, turned toward the middle of the field, and took it for maybe an extra yard after the completion. They'll sit it at the 47, and that is a first down for the Snyder Panthers. Yeah, I'd like to see Homestead's DBs little be more engaging when you've got that long of down and distance because that time Conley just kind of ran a very simple route and was wide open. One receiver to the right, two to the left. 
Shotgun snap. Billingsley back to throw from the pocket. Oh, they had a hand on him, but he escapes. Rolling to the left. Escapes another. But they couldn't escape the first guy who stuck with the play and eventually took him down. Quite a Spartan. Sack at the 49 on the other side of the 50. So that is a loss of four. Second down and 14. But you like to see that. The first guy who got a hand on him couldn't hold on. But he didn't give up on the play. Continued yeah. to chase Billingsley all the way to the far sideline and then eventually wrangled him up, took him down after the big sack. Yeah, Ty- Taylor uh, Isle, the 6'2", 195-pound sophomore. Wow. Here's a quarterback oh. draw. Billingsley, some running room, breaks it wide at the 42, and now he's piled up. Never got past that 42-yard line. Keeper by Billingsley. Tried to get to the sideline, and Homestead closed in on him. But a good gain of about nine yards on the quarterback keeper by Kieran Billingsley, and that makes it a much more manageable third down in what could be four-down territory for the Panthers. Yeah, he kind of missed a cut back up inside there. When he sees that on film, he's going to see that he missed a nice big lane there. He may have been bumping his head on the goalpost. Just over two minutes left in our first half. Snyder with a 17-14 lead and the football. Third down, six to go. Drop back Billingsley. Pressure comes. Now he's going to run up the middle and take it for a couple to the 40-yard line. It will bring up a fourth down and a long three from the 40. Minute 55, would you take the time out here if you're Homestead? You're down by three. Yeah, you I, get the ball to start the second half. Well, it looks like they're, I would take it now because home, uh, Snyder's going to punt it. Lining up to punt it. Yeah. Well, very conservative here for Snyder from the Homestead 40. Fourth down, three to go, and they will line up to try to pin Homestead deep. Chase Wenmar is the punter. He'll take this snap at his own 46-yard line. They'll let the play clock wind down, and now Wenmar with a rugby-style kick bounces it at the 15, and it will roll inside the 10 and eventually be downed about the 8-yard line. So a 32-yard punt with no return, and from their own 8-yard line, Homestead has a minute 6 remaining before halftime. It's going to be huge. I don't know how aggressive you want to be if you're Coach Chad Zolman, knowing you do get that second-half kickoff. But, boy, if you could get a score here and get the ball to start the second half, could totally swing all the momentum in this game. Yeah, and I would, like you said there, because you're getting the ball in the second half, I'd be very uh, cautious here not putting White in a position where he makes would make a poor decision. Well, uh-huh. and it might tell you what they're planning on doing since they didn't burn the timeout right. before the punt. Right. They exactly. may be happy just to take this three-point deficit to the locker room. Yeah, because it looked ugly there in the first few minutes of the first quarter. Yeah, an early 14 to nothing hole for Homestead, but they fought out of it. Fox, nice hole. Fox across the 15, take it down near the 17. He's having himself a ball game. Nine yards for Brett Fox. You know, sometimes a guy like Fox... 
knows that all the talk in the media, the papers, the coaches, has all been about Uriah Buchanan. And sometimes yeah. that's what you need to kind of motivate you for a game like this. Well, and he he's such he plays the game hard, which I love to see from a kid like him because he's not the fastest guy necessarily, but he plays hard, he makes good cuts, and he's not afraid to take the ball and try to run you over either. Second down and two with the clock down under 30 seconds from their own 17. White with the keeper just looks for a running lane and he just has to slide down. Everything was closed. Nothing open for Michael White and he goes down at the 16. It's going to bring up a third down. No gain on the play and that's going to be the end of the second quarter. Last five seconds ticking off. Nobody wants to stop it, so these teams will go to the locker room in a tight one here at the break. Snyder scored two touchdowns really early in this ball game. They led 14 to nothing, and Homestead woke up. And since then, the Spartans have actually outplayed the number one team in Class 5A here at the half. It's the Snyder Panthers 17, the Homestead Spartans 14. Welcome back to Dave Walters Stadium on the campus of Homestead High School with the coach, Shannon Griffith. I am Brett Rump. You just heard from B.C. Hendricks, our studio producer, throughout this Friday night of high school football. Of course, if you've got any comments or anything that you'd like to message us, we would love to hear from you. Our text line is 46862. That's 46862. Also, you can uh, always tweet us. We are at 1380thefan and always keeping you up to date with scores in the area. So make sure you follow us at 1380thefan on Twitter or also known by some as X. So for <laughs> halftime score, 17-14 here, Shannon. What adjustments do you think these coaches need to address on each sideline? Well, I think Snyder's got to look at their defense overrunning and overplaying the run game for uh, Homestead as that's where Fox has really made some big cuts where he's cut it all the way back behind their defense from over-pursuing. And that's something that they'll have to address with them getting up the field more and leveraging the ball better, keeping him on their inside shoulder for Homestead. You got to play good on the secondary. They got to get more coverage, and then offense. They just got to keep mixing and keep going. Homestead is going to have a chance to get the lead through off his. Now, what do you do from the two-yard line? You could give all the momentum in this football game to the Spartans if they can get the stop, but you can also take control of the game if you can punch it in. Yeah, you go for it here because if you, even if you do not if don't make it. That forces Homestead to go almost the entire length of the field. They're going to run their little play-action pass they, out here to Rohrbacher in the flat. They did not get it inside the three-yard line. So it's from the three, fourth down, a give. No, it's a keeper, Billingsley. What He's a play. out in the open field on the bootleg. They ran Nate, Nate, naked bootleg, and Homestead stayed at home and made the perfect open field tackle on Billingsley, and it's a turnover on downs. Spartans will take over. Yeah, Wyatt Little, what a play did he make. He had his eyes set on Billingsley the entire time. Billingsley actually tried to make a nice little move there, but Wyatt Little was not falling for it and made a great play. Worst case scenario is the Homestead takes over about what the 93 or the three yard line. Yep, they take over at the three. No gain on that play on fourth down, and now the shotgun snap with 
Michael White a couple of yards deep into his own end zone. Fox is about six yards deep into the end zone behind White. There's the snap, and they'll give it to Fox. Good hole up the middle, Fox. He's across the 10, the 15, and out to about the 18-yard line, giving Homestead some breathing space. Wow. Yeah, their best play is running right downhill at Snyder, whatever that is, whether it's counter, power, or just inside zone. Lucky that they had their safety back there at home, uh, Overhauser. Otherwise, that was out the gate. They give him the 17-yard line, so counted as a 14-yard carry up the middle for Fox. First and 10 from the left hash. They'll go right back to it. Fox again. Not much this time. He spins and tries to get out of the grasp of the Snyder defender, and he can't do it. He goes down for no gain. It'll be second down and 10, still at the 17-yard line. Yeah, that time there, Snyder's defensive line won that line of scrimmage battle and really plugged up all the holes. Homestead, all blue uniforms, yellow numbers, yellow helmets. Snyder in their all-white with black numbers, some yellow trim, and black helmets. Homestead going left to right here in the third quarter. See if they try to come with that little pay-action pass and hit Swagger over the middle. 2.45, the clock runs, quarter number three. And they'll give it instead to Fox, and again, no hole. Fox has stood up, again, right at the line of scrimmage. Going to bring up a third down and ten. Well, maybe a yard out to the 18. So some forward progress that time, at least for Fox, but it's still third down and nine for the Spartans from deep in their own end. Kind of surprised by that play call there because I thought maybe they'd go with that little play-action pass and try to throw it over the middle like they've been exploiting pretty good tonight. Well, don't forget, White can run it, too. Oh, yeah. Drop back. Here comes the blitz. Little dump off. Fox makes the catch. The 20. Oh. <laughs> and a good tackle as he falls forward to the 22-yard line. I thought they might have had that screen set up against the blitz. <laughs> Again, the same thing with Snyder. There's a lot of plays out there, right? The defense coming up big for the Panthers. It's only a four-yard gain, so it's going to bring up fourth down, about four to go. And on comes the punting unit for the Homestead Spartans. And Snyder should end up with really good field position out of this exchange. Yeah, Snyder not getting it there wasn't the end of the world because they're going to get it back, like you said, with pretty good field position here. The snap is good. The kick is away. It's not a deep kick. Fair catch by Logan. He bobbled it, but I think it went right to his feet and he jumped on it. He did. He's got it. And it's going to be on the Homestead side of the 50 at the Spartans' 47-yard line. So, again, Snyder starts with excellent field position. We're tied up 17 apiece, minute 21 remaining in the third quarter. And back to your point earlier, Shannon, this is why you went for it on fourth down. You needed to trust your defense to get a stop. You get the ball back. You got great field position. It's still a tie game. Yeah. And now they've got the, what the, all they need here, and they've just got to finish the drive. They've got to come out here and make sure that they finish this drive with points. Trip receivers to the left. Single back, Buchanan. They'll fake to Buchanan, and nothing wow. there for Billingsley. How about that up front defense? By Xander Swihart. That's the second time we've seen him penetrate into the Snyder backfield and come up with a big-time play. 
Got to love a guy like that who plays right in the teeth of the defense. He's the nose tackle. He's only 5'10", 200 pounds, but he's a senior, and he's playing a heck of a football game. Absolutely. Second down and 12. Quick out route. It's caught by Ganaway at the 45, and he's spun out of bounds just inside the 44. About a five-yard gain, maybe six. It's going to be third down and long for the Panthers. Last 35 seconds of our third quarter. It's a tie ball game between Homestead and unbeaten Snyder. I would throw it every time until Homestead came up and played the wideouts. They are so deep. Yeah, about eight, nine yards of cushion. Yeah. And they're going to throw again on that quick out against the cushion. The catch is made at the 40, but grabbing the jersey and swinging him down. No yards after the catch. It's going to be about three yards short of the first down. And Let's see what it looks like the punt unit's going to come in. And once again, Coach Tipman's going to play the field position game. He doesn't want the field to get flipped. So he's not going to gamble on fourth down, about two and a half or three to go from the Homestead 40-yard line, maybe even the 39. They actually put this at the 39. They'll have some time to think about it because the quarter has run out. We've played three here at Homestead. Nothing decided between the Panthers and the Spartans. We're tied 17 apiece, heading to the fourth quarter next. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza is proud to announce that in addition to tuxedo and suit rentals, they now offer a line of tuxedos, suits, shirts, and ties for purchase. They're geared to the budget-minded wedding party who prefers to own their items instead of renting. These suits are great for the young adult who wants a sharp look for semi-formal or other dressy events. Available in a variety of colors and fits, your friends at Christopher James have you covered. Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza, where service and style are always in fashion. Hey, high school sports fans, Jim Cruzy at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzy Automotive Service on Lima Road behind the Shell gas station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy, K-R-U-S-E, Automotive Service on Lima Road, North Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell gas station. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Tied up at 17 apiece. And Snyder on fourth and two from the Spartans 39 does punt the ball away. It rolls dead somewhere near the 10-yard line. So it's only a 29-yard kick, no return. But again, Homestead pinned fairly deep in their own end, starting this drive at their own 10 with quarterback, sophomore quarterback Michael White. Joined in the backfield by senior running back Brett Fox. Shotgun snap, and it will be a give to Fox with a nice hole. 10, 15, 20 near sideline, and finally out of bounds at about the 27. 17 yards for Fox. They're getting and they're they're really opening up holes right in the middle of that Snyder defense. They ran that count that was a counter play there and you just kind of saw it develop right in front of us. You got the kick out and then you got that uh tackle up on that linebacker and that really uh opened that hole for Fox. 
First and 10 and some breathing space for the Homestead Spartans out at their own 27-yard line. Ball's on the left hash, two receivers right, one to the left. High snap, handled by White. Now here comes pressure. White scrambles around. He's going to go down. A sack back at the 21. That looked like a broken play from the start. I think that high snap threw it all off. Yeah, because I just can't imagine after a gashing run that they were going to do something like that. Man, that hurt them. That's a big loss there. Well, they're fortunate that White is a 6'3 <laughs> quarterback because he had to go up and gather in that rebound. It looked like a basketball play for White, who does play for Chris Johnson on the basketball court here at Homestead. So second down after the loss, it's about second 13. Pump fake and go. They're going to throw it deep over the top midfield. Oh, what a Try catch. To catch, and it's made at the Snyder 42-yard line on the pump and go. What a catch. Swagger. That is a beauty thrown over the top to kill Swagger. I thought it was Liam Moore, but now. I thought it was 18, not 13. 13's having himself a game tonight, I tell you that right now. They and did I, the pump and go and got man-to-man -man over the top and a beautifully thrown yeah, football by he, White. And it's first and 10 Spartans at the 42 of Snyder. Hand off to the running back. Fox off right tackle. He puts the pad level low and pounds inside the 40 to the 39 after picking up about three. Yeah, came back to that counter play again. Positive yardage there. Fox doing a good job of being patient. Back to that last throw. Again, Mike, he throws such a good deep ball for a young kid. He gets plenty of air underneath it and uh, gives his wide receivers a chance to get underneath it. And that time, he Swagger, man, he'd made a great play. I'll give play. you another lefty for comparison purposes. We just saw him play last week to a Oh, yeah. Has that soft ball that's easy to catch when it gets to your hands. Drop back white, and he will throw. Quick slant, and that is caught by Moore at the 32, and he gets forward to the 31, which will be enough for a first down. And a gain of about eight yards. Kind of that little quick in route, about five yards downfield, and you hit your receiver in stride. He turns it up, and... Gets enough for the first down. Yeah, good little slant route there by the outside receiver. And now we got a penalty because they went on a false cadence and he did not see the play, the wide receiver. I think that was more. What? Yeah, yeah, he just made the catch. Now he's going to give five yards back. Yeah. Still first down, though, but now first down and 15, and the ball gets set at the 36-yard line. Yeah, he was... Homestead was in what we call their look cadence, and he didn't see it and took off on the clap of the hands by White, and now it's set first and 15. A wing to the left of the formation, two receivers to the right, one to the left, single back is Fox, shotgun snap, and the give to Fox. He finds a hole, he gets oh, through wow. it, down close to the 30. Gets every bit of the penalty back, plus maybe an extra yard, about a six-yard gain. Nope, they'll... This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Technical difficulties here from Homestead, but we've got everything worked out with three minutes and 30 seconds left. It's tied at 17, and the Homestead Spartans have the football at midfield. It is second down and nine. Homestead just came up with a huge fourth down stop against the Panthers to get the ball. 
the game on the line against the undefeated 5-0 number one team in class 5A Homestead right to left it is the backup quarterback Evan England and he's going to throw it dumps it off to the short man it's caught at the 47 and look at him power to the 45 and that was against Logan heck of a play by Leo Markwell who was determined to get some extra yards after that catch. And he makes it a pretty manageable third down. Third down and four facing the Spartans. Four down territory here with under three minutes left. He was just a tad late with the ball. Had he got it to him a little quicker, I think Markwell would have had a better chance to do something. It is third down. And the handoff. Fox looks for running room. Left side of the line. He's going to be short at the 42. They'll give him the 43. Not a great spot. Yeah, I thought Two yards short of the yard to gain. I thought he was closer. Yeah, I thought he got to at least the 42. A feeling that you're going to go for it here, Chad Zolman. I'm not so sure he doesn't take a timeout, though. Yep, they're going. It is fourth down, two to go. Spartans have it at the 43 of Snyder. On the left hash, a roll to the right. England looks and then kicks it, and he didn't kick it anywhere. Right straight up in the air. It'll bounce and go out of bounds at the 35-yard line. So they only got seven or eight yards. We'll call it eight yards out of that kick. I just don't understand that. I get it. I understand the concept. But if you're going to punt the ball, put your kicker in there and kick it. you got to have a kid coming off the bench. And with that or otherwise, go for it. You only got a minute at 58 left. You may not have given the ball back. You're kind of lucky even punted it. I mean, imagine if he kicks and misses it or goes off his foot. Yeah. So here we go. Snyder takes over with a minute 58 to play. They're at their own 35-yard line. First and 10 for the Panthers. 17-17 are tied. Handoff up the middle. Not much running room. And the pile falls forward to around the 37. That's a gain of a couple. Snyder's got second down and eight, and the clock will continue to run. Under a minute 40 left. Snyder's got three timeouts left. Homestead's got two. I got a feeling that Homestead's going to take one of those after this play here. Second down and eight. Trip receivers to the right. And the handoff to Buchanan. And he can't get anywhere because the edge got into the backfield and then jumped on for a piggyback ride on the back of Buchanan and pulled him down after a gain of only a yard to the 39-yard line. So it is third down, almost seven to go. We call it third and six, but the clock down to a minute 10 and nobody taking a timeout. I'm not understanding this one. I mean, they must both be going to play for overtime. They must feel that they need the short field. Under a minute left. There's the snap and the fake handoff. Keeper for Billingsley. Oh, Oh, he has blown up, absolutely drilled at the 41-yard line. Well short of the first down, and you'd think Homestead would take the quick timeout, and the clock is stopped at 52.3 seconds. Yeah, I just don't understand why they didn't call it after that second down play, because... They would have saved an extra 20 or 25 seconds. At least, and, you know, even if you do end up going to overtime, you're going to 
I mean, now, I, yeah. I'm just lost for words, Rumpy. I'm just lost <laughs> for words. So a timeout on the field with 52.3 seconds remaining on the clock in regulation. It is tied up at 17-all between the Snyder Panthers and the Homestead Spurts. Snyder's last touchdown came when, Shannon, first quarter. How much time was left in the first quarter when Snyder got that second of two quick touchdowns? Yeah, uh, 542 was left on the quarter uh, clock. So in six minutes and 18 seconds, Snyder had scored two touchdowns and led it 14 to nothing. Since then, this Homestead defense has been terrific. And now it is a punting situation for the Snyder Panthers. Fourth down and four from their own 41. Homestead plays the position. Oh, good kick. Yeah, it's a, it is a good kick, a deep kick that is fair caught by Fox at the 23-yard line. So you've got 46.6 seconds, a backup sophomore quarterback. How brave do you get here, Shannon? Well, I probably get I probably get brave um, just from the standpoint of trying to get something down the field because we've already saw Knipsha try, what, a 49-yarder that, you know, had the snap been better, may have had a, gone through. So you got to feel, realistically, they need to get somewhere close to the 30 yeah, to even yeah. give Knipsha a chance. Yeah. They start the drive at the 23-yard line. The snap and the handoff to Fox, no running room. That was totally denied by Rohrbacher. I'm if I'm if and I'm, it's second down and a loss of a yard, so it's second and eleven. Last thirty-two seconds and the clock runs. I think this game's gonna end up going overtime. Yeah, and I'm kinda surprised. Yeah, you should have called that timeout sooner there because at least you may force them to try to punt. So a timeout is called by Snyder with twenty-four point two seconds on the clock. We'll take a break. You're listening to high school football on thirteen eighty the fan and one hundred point nine FM. Friday means football, and football means wings. Kitchen fried and never oven dried, Pizza Hut's boneless wings are crispy, delicious, and for a limited time only, 75 cents each. Yep, I said 75 cents each. Toss in one of nine different sauces and dry rubs, Pizza Hut's boneless wings bring a burst of flavor without breaking the bank. Tasty, crispy, and 75 cents each. Try Pizza Hut's boneless wings today. Football is wing season. Hurry, limited time only, and only at Pizza Hut. Ohio Mutual Insurance traces its roots back to 1901, yet to this day, their vision is changing the way insurance serves your needs. Contact Edding Insurance, your local Ohio Mutual Insurance agent, and learn how the future of insurance isn't just covering a loss, but preventing it. They can provide handy tools and online apps to protect you, your home, and your car. And if you suffer a loss, Ohio Mutual will be there. Contact your personal insurance coach, Edding Insurance, to learn more online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S dot com. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. On second down, Homestead with a draw to the outside. It gets out to the 26, where it'll be third down, about seven to go. And with 14.3 seconds left, we've got another timeout on the field. 
Yeah, I, tied up 17 apiece between the Snyder Panthers and the Homestead Spartans. What a game we've had after a 14 to nothing start by Snyder. Homestead woke up and they've actually played even with the Panthers here in the second half. In fact, we haven't had a whole lot of scoring in our second half. No, Homestead got all, you know, came right out of the gate, got the big play. Uh, got the field goal, yeah. and that's it. But, uh, you know, biggest thing here is Snyder hold them and make them punt the football because you never know what could happen. Block, block kick, you could, you know. So third down, seven to go. <clears throat> from the 26-yard line. Ball's off the right hash. Single back is Fox. Again, it is Evan England who is in as the backup quarterback after Michael White left the game with what appeared to be some type of a lower leg injury. What is that? <laughs> I don't know what the White Hat was doing and, there. And Michael White was terrific in this oh. game for the Spartans. Yeah, I just for a sophomore it, quarterback. Hope it's not too serious because they need him. Here's the handoff to Fox, bringing it wide left. Tries to pick up a block on the corner, gets across the 30, dives for the first down. They won't give it to him. Immediately a timeout called by Kurt Tipman. And that's about a yard shy, I believe. They mark him down at the 32-yard line where it will be fourth down. Well, wait. Oh, look at this spot. They just gave him the 33 and called it a first down. And so Coach Tipman says, forget about the timeout. I'm not. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, it looked like they were calling him short, but they gave him the first down, and the clock runs to zero, and we are going to overtime. Tied up 17 apiece between the Spartans and the Panthers. We know how to pick them, Shannon. Oh, yeah. We'll have our overtime coming up next. You're listening to High School Football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Notre Dame football. Love the Irish, don't love the Irish. No matter which, admit it, you care about Notre Dame football. And there is no better way to stay up with the Irish than tuning in Saturday mornings at 10 to Fighting Irish Preview. With me, Bill Houck and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester of IrishIllustrated.com. Saturday mornings at 10, it's the 27th season of Fighting Irish Preview on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957 serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Captains and coaches out in midfield at the Homestead H right now as we get set for overtime between the 5-0, number one ranked 5A team in Indiana, the Snyder Panthers, and the 2-3 and three Homestead Spartans. Boy, this is... A score that I'm sure is resonating throughout the Summit Athletic Conference right <laughs> oh, yeah. now. Well, we talked about this in the pregame show, and not that Snyder's played bad, 
But this confines for them has not overly been friendly over the years when they've played Homestead here at Homestead. Yeah, we've seen some pretty close games between these two teams over the years. And Snyder has gotten the better of it the last couple of years. But it hasn't exactly been a lot of one-sided games in this series. Well, long discussion right now with our officiating crew, the two coaches, and the captains, just basically observers. Uh, did they flip a, usually they flip a coin and they ask whoever wins the toss, do you want to go on offense first or defense? What would you want here? I'd go on defense first on uh, overtime. That way you know what you got to get. Then they've got to decide which direction. So let's see. The official, is he going to signal anything? Yeah. He's going to say that Homestead. So Homestead <laughs> did win the toss, and Snyder is going to get the football first, Shannon. Yeah. And they are going to play at the end zone at the north end of the stadium. So here we go. It's all coming down to an overtime, and unfortunately for Homestead, that means winning time is going to have to be with a backup quarterback, Evan England, who had to come in for the injured Michael White. And certainly, I I don't want to make this sound like I'm blaming White for the injury, but we've seen tonight he doesn't have a real natural escapability. Yeah, right. When pressure comes, he almost steps right into the middle of it. And, He's had a tough time escaping when he's been pressured by the Panthers. I think the play got injured. He kind of stepped in between a couple of Panthers, and somebody might have rolled on the ankle when they tried to take him down. And unfortunately, he came up with a very bad limp, not putting weight on his one leg. He was up on his own at a short distance over to the Homestead sideline, but it certainly looked like the type of injury that he wouldn't return tonight. We just hope that it's not anything long-term for Michael White, the sophomore quarterback for these Homestead Sparks. Yeah, I see him over there on the sideline. He actually looks like he's walking pretty good. So here we go. Snyder will get it on the 10-yard line. And they're going to go for the touchdown right away. Throw to the end zone. And it is knocked away. Man-to-man -man coverage on the back pylon. Second down. Interesting first down call yeah. for Snyder. To go one-on-one, -on -one. Ganaway, back corner of the end zone, incomplete pass. It's now second down and goal from the 10. Well, I was just going to say that you got to feel in this situation that this type of setup feature, uh, favors Snyder with the ability of Buchanan and blocking and so forth and so on. But they went right to the jugular trying to get Ganaway in the corner. Now they'll bring the fullback in in front of Buchanan with a double tight end. And looked oh, like wow. a missed handoff. Finally, they give it late to the fullback, and it is stacked up in the middle of that defense. The Rohrbacher with no room to run, and that is no gain, and it might even be a yard loss. It's going to be third down. They'll put it back down on the 10, so it's third down. Goal to go from the 10. Our first possession of overtime, tied at 17. Panthers have it, but two plays that have done nothing for them. And Uriah Buchanan has yet to touch the football, which is shocking. Again, double tight end. And it's a drop back 
for Billingsley. Rolling to his right. Tries to get around the corner, and he gets tripped up, and that's going to be a horse collar. Yeah. They reached out and caught him just behind the helmet. Threw off his footing, and he dropped, and that's a flag. And a horse collar tackle. Oh, they threw it oh, off. Oh, they took the flag away. They oh. waved it off. Oh, my. No way. I'm not. A- and that's just ruling, I guess, that that wasn't the move that brought him down. But there was no other contact. Yeah, shocking of that one because I thought that was a little bit more of legit. And they're going to try a field goal. They're trying to get three points out of this first possession in overtime. It's going to be a 26-yard attempt from the right hash. Here's the kick. It's up. It's a line drive. It is good. And Snyder takes a 20-17 lead. But Homestead will get the next possession, the final possession, perhaps of this one. A touchdown could win it for the Spartans. Just an interesting sequence of plays, really, for Snyder. Yeah, odd. And again, three plays, Buchanan never touched it. A fade to the back corner of the end zone. A stuff on a fullback dive. And a rollout by the quarterback. And now it is Homestead lining up offensively at the 10-yard line. A chance to win it for the Spartans. Down by three, 20 to 17. Shotgun for England. And they'll give it on a jet sweep. Around the left edge, cutting it up inside the five. A five-yard gain on first down, and now the Spartans have taken it from the 10 to the five, where it is second down and goal. Yeah, nice call there by Coach Skelton. Get it on the speed sweep. Again, with the backup quarter and the quarterback in the game, you really want to be selective on how you do things here. From the left hash, they put a wing to the right side. Two receivers wide to the right. Single back is Fox. Shotgun snap. Give to Fox. Look at the hole up the middle. He's inside the one to the end zone. Touchdown, Homestead. And the Spartans win the football game in overtime. This place is going crazy. The Snyder Panthers suffer their first loss of the season, and the Homestead Spartans even up their record at 3-3. An overtime win for Homestead. 23-20, the final score. The Spartans celebrate. The Panthers hang their heads. And it is a whole new race in the Summit Athletic Conference. Makes next week kind of interesting. It does. With the Spartans and the Chargers from Carroll next Friday. What a game here at Homestead. Again, the Spartans get a victory over the previously unbeaten and number one ranked team at 5A, the Snyder Panthers. After falling behind 14 to nothing early, Homestead, to their credit, showed great character turning this game around, and eventually their first lead of the night is also (laughs) the winner.
23-20 is the final. In overtime, Homestead defeats the Snyder Panthers. We'll take a break. Shannon comes back to give you all the details. We'll be at the Pizza Hut at Coventry for a post-game celebration for Spartans fans as Homestead has knocked off the number one team in the state. Podcasts by Federated Media.